to my listeners, and I cherish each and every one of you. This is one of the top podcasts in the world. Listen to in many other countries because it's a consumer service podcast. No subscription fee, no advertisements. Audio only. Take it on a walk with your dog. Take it on a run. Take it when you sit down at night. These guests are amazing, and they're telling you things that you need to learn about life, whether you're young, old, in the inner city, whether you're wealthy, poor, wherever you are, on a bus, on a train, on a plane, this is your podcast because it's me bringing you guests to educate you. And it's brought to you by my law firm, Gerard Fox Law. And you should look it up because it is a very special firm. We are all lawyers from big law firms who cut our rates so we could also work with small businesses, mid-sized companies, and we don't charge for the original analysis, and we promote women, and we've created a great, diverse environment. Such a hot topic today, but we've done it, and we did it years ago. We're in New York. We're in L.A. We're going to open an office in Charleston, South Carolina next year. We try cases. That's all we do is litigate to arbitration and appeals. And you can email me, gfox at gerardfoxlaw.com, and go see our website. But this isn't about me. This is about you and my guest. Today, another great guest one that you want to take notes from and learn from. So Frank Lahane, for years he served as a licensed professional financial advisor until he decided to make a much higher level financial impact for his clients, particularly for people who are committed savers, people who save money. And by the way, if you're in the world of licensed professional financial advisors, just like everything else in life, there are some that are really good and there are some that are really bad. Frank Lahane is from Safe saving options where they provide an unexpectedly valuable service to individuals who are committed savers. And lots of you are. So listen up. And those of you who aren't, well, we can get you there with Frank. The company serves as a saver's wealth advocate. Not like, let me just invest your stuff and make a lot of fees. These are people who save, help you save by listening carefully so they understand and see what individuals and families need both to protect and grow Whatever earnings they've made by working hard or their, their, their family before them working hard. Frank graduated with a bachelor's degree from Cal State Long Beach. Hey, whoa, local people in California? Hey. Cal State Long Beach, I'm sure you're out there. He is also an eight-year volunteer chaplain serving the inmates in Orange County's Men's Central Jail and Theo Lacey facilities. Now, that's awesome, man. People in jail are human beings. They're souls, too. Some wrongly convicted. Some who made mistakes when they were young. Some who are rehabbing. You, got, you can't just walk by these people. Labels. Forget labels. Everyone's a human being. Treat them all with respect. Way to go, Frank. And he published his first of three books in July 2020 entitled From Broke to Six Figures. How many people would love to do that? If you're sitting there broke, listen up. And uh, Steps to Success in Business and Life, rather than a nuts and bolts book about finances, his first book charts his 20-plus year journey. And the tough lessons he learned along the way. And an important part of this podcast is once upon a time, people used to sit in small communities. Indians used to sit around a tent. And people would tell stories, and that's how you would learn. Not just about their successes, but their failures, the things that went wrong. And that's what Frank's book does. Now, I want to tell you, Frank, I'm honored to have you as a guest. And Frank, I'm holding a copy of your first book, From Broke to Six Figures, Steps to Success in Business and Life. What is this book and what prompted you to write it? Well, Gerard, it's not what you'd expect. 
it's not a bunch of charts and graphs about financial stuff from a guy who spent decades in the financial industry. I wanted to write a book people outside my industry can enjoy and benefit from. And uh, it's more of a candid look from my heart that literally tells how I went from broke to six figures. It includes the things I learned over many years, I might add. So I hope I can save others some time and struggle. Anyway, it includes things I learned and I continue to keep learning. And these things that helped me make that shift possible and get from broke to six figures. So I intentionally put a spotlight on high value wisdom moments in my book that have the power to change lives. Because I know that in sharing these, I can help people move forward with what they want most in life. And we've actually inserted video links at the end of each chapter entitled The Frank Spotlight, so I can speak directly to the reader on video and personally share with them these golden nuggets, these powerful life lessons. Well, I think it's really cool that you do that, merging media concepts like video with the written book that someone gets. How can they get your books? Are they on Amazon? Yes, uh, the, okay. they are. On the, I'll provide you with the link to the, my Amazon author page, and yeah, that'd be great. Thank you, Gerard. Yeah, well, we'll get to that at the end. But can you share just one golden nugget with us? One of these kind of golden nuggets of wisdom you learned about how to go from broke to six figures? Sure, it'd be my pleasure. Uh, I believe each person who's listening to this podcast can benefit from Chapter Three's golden nugget. The chapter is entitled listening to understand. It's a lesson I learned after spending years listening to respond, or in other words, listening with an agenda. So let me get into the uh, the spotlight mode. Okay, Gerard? Sure. Welcome to the Frank Spotlight. This is Frank Lahane, and this golden nugget is about asking questions and answering questions. Ask questions only to clarify what they say about their situation, not to show how smart you are or to create a question agenda, which usually feels manipulative. Answer their questions in a way that helps them discover the problem they have themselves. As a result, people will know that you are for real and that you are for them and that you are here to help and serve them. And if you have used question agendas, To manipulate people, kindly stop it. I want this Frank Spotlight to be valuable for you. All right. So when people are selling a product, whether it's financial services, bonds, stocks, let's just stick with that example, and the customer is asking questions, would it be your conclusion that the broker, dealer, the investment advisor often is trying to manipulate them by answering the question with answer agendas. Yes, because I myself was trained that way for almost two solid decades. I mean, I've been with various broker dealers and that's the way they train us to do that. It's not wrong. It's just the way that they train us. So you're really not listening and learning. You're just waiting for your chance to sell. That's right. Okay. And And for me, I became really compelled after almost two decades to just I want to serve my clients, people that I help, at a much, much higher level than that. You want to hear from them, not just your own 
disguised sales pitch. That's right. Here's the thing. It's their journey. Yeah, that's right. And you're being entrusted to advise them. That's a big deal. So, Frank, you seem unique within your industry. You seem cut from a different cloth than many people who call themselves financial advisors. What do you really do differently from them, Frank? Well, for 20 years, I chose to serve as a licensed professional financial advisor, and there's a lot of them. Over time, though, I became compelled to deliver service to people at a much higher level, as I was saying, specifically individuals and couples who are committed savers. So I created a company named Safe Savings Options for those individuals to better use their money's money's power. Now, I, I choose to serve and teach others to serve as a saver's wealth advocate. I hope that helps give you some idea of what I do. What I'd like you to know more clearly is that my purpose is to educate people so they now know what they did not know that really serves them well in protecting and multiplying their savings, and they become better stewards of their wealth. Does that does that give you a better idea of how I choose to serve people, John? Yes, it sure does, because, you know, the typical person who, who builds enough money to invest it, and there are very classic investment books that will tell you that just letting your money sit is actually losing money because there's opportunities for you in a safe way to invest at all times. So the person will find an investor, financial advisor, a broker dealer, and they all of a sudden become your very best friend. Then they're in your all your family photos and, and you trust them implicitly and they hit a few doubles and triples and home runs for you. But inevitably, they start running you into programs where they're conflicted because they're getting a fee themselves or they're increasing your fees that they're going to charge in some way, or they're exposing you to more risk than you said you wanted to be. And I often sit with my clients because we, we do handle cases before FINRA against you know big companies like Wells Fargo. I put one of my clients into Puerto Rican bonds, you know, which were very risky and didn't get him out. And even though he kept asking what was happening with them. When I sit with those clients after the case is over and after their heart is literally broken by their financial advisor, they want to know what What's the safe thing to do? They don't want to just leave their money in a savings account. They want to figure out how do I responsibly invest this money so that it makes a decent return. I don't need the home run. I need a lot of singles and doubles. And so is that the kind of client who would be well advised to speak to you? Well, let me just first kind of preface that. If if somebody doesn't know the implications of the financial decisions they've already made, and how they're going to turn out in the future, if they don't have that education, they could be in any particular product. It's just not going to be pretty. It's not going to, it's not going to turn out the way they think. Well, that's, by the way, that's a huge point because the, until today's younger investors who now are reading Reddit and trading for themselves through Robinhood and really studying indexes and uh, market research, which you, you know typically a broker dealer and a financial advisor would have lots of, at least up until recent times, people would want to just say, here, take this. I don't want to know anything about it. I'm not going to read my monthly statements. Just make me money. <laughs> oh, dear. And so, so what do you have to say about those people? And, and where does a person have to get to when it makes sense for them to work with you? Well, what's surprisingly different of when people, they say to me things like, you know, you don't talk like other financial advisors that just want to sweep us into uh, the what, the product. And how I can tell when I'm speaking to somebody and educating them and they get the education. And by the way, people that are committed savers that have money, they know about money. 
They get what I educate on very quickly. And I can tell, well, let me just tell you a little story of what happened the other day. A client of mine calls me up and and, and she goes, I've got millions of dollars. But let me just ask you a question, Frank. You knowing what you know about us, me and my husband Rob, what would you do? What would you do? I want to know what you would do. And I can tell when I hear people say things like that that they're ready to hear, they're ready to learn the uh, what 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 is in the education. They say things like, "What?" Well, in her case, what would you do in our situation if you were us? Or they say something like, "You know, we know you can help us." Or they say, "From from what you've already shown us." We're seeing how we can get to the place we want to be or on our own. We're afraid of making wrong decisions. You've brought us a new eyes and experience. We've learned to trust. Or one of my favorites is, you know, our dear friends had so much to say about how you helped them. We're eager to see how you can help us. Now, these statements tell me they're ready to learn. Frank, this is amazing, but now I want to get to some very important questions that your listeners will be thinking about. Your broker-dealer will charge based on a transactional basis when you buy and sell, although often they're the ones buying and selling and you're just confirming. And your financial advisor will typically charge based on assets under management, plus hidden fees if they're putting you in alternative investments like uh, fund-to-funds or hedge funds, which they might not tell you they're getting a management fee on. But let's put that aside. How do you work with your clients? If they walked in and said, Frank, I got a million dollars. I want to, I want to, I'm a saver at heart. I want to invest. You charge for your education a fee, or do you actually charge a commission? How do you work? I mean, that's, that's going to be asked by everybody listening to this podcast. And they do. And uh, what I tell them up front is look, the education is not for richy, rich people. It's for everyone that has an ear to hear that is concerned about protecting and multiplying wealth. The education itself has no fee attached to it. Now, once people are educated and they see the implications of the decisions they've already made and how it'll affect them going forward, we operate, we have the licenses to do and offer people everything else that all, everybody else down the street here offers. It's how we offer it, though. Up front, if people say, look, I want to do this and this and this, and we show them and we disclose everything up front, look, this is the commission we'll make. This is the fee that we will charge. Does that work for you? Because if it doesn't work okay. for you, then it doesn't work for you. And, and, we're, and we're going to either adjust that or. Okay, so let me and tell me where I'm wrong here, okay, because I want to try for the listening audience to kind of summarize what I've heard. You give an education on what people need to know through your own life lessons and what you've experienced so that they can make wise decisions as opposed to irresponsible ones and know know your business, know investments, okay? And you don't charge for that. Now, if a person says to you, Frank, I want to invest in, you know, uh, very highly rated stocks and bonds in a diverse manner, that's all I want to do because I want to make more than a savings account interest rate but I don't want to be in stocks. It's not my thing. And I want to, you know, be able to follow some indexes. What do you say? What do you do to that client? Well, first, the idea of the education needs to be brought up, brought onto the table for them. Okay. But, but, but ultimately, we have a very focused approach to people. 
the name of my business is Safe Savings Options. Yes. <laughs> using your using your money's power. And as a saver's wealth advocate, I would say to somebody that is really like adamant about getting into, I don't know, Puerto Rican bonds or whatever, I would say, you know, I really appreciate that, John. Um, based on what I'm doing, that's kind of way out of my range. Uh, but I do know somebody that I may be able to refer to you that might be able to take care of that for you. Yeah. Now, now let's be, man, I think you'd agree. You know, the idea that once upon a time that every bond was safe is now gone. Mm. Mm. So, you know, you, you, it doesn't matter what your investment is that you're investing in, you have to know. And by the way, you can't just rely upon rating agencies because they're very slow in catching up mm -hmm. to a decline in, in a rating. And it'll be junk before you know it and they won't even catch up. So if a person says to you, you know, let's just say they really haven't invested money, they sold their business, they have money for the first time. Frank, I don't like a lot of risk. I want to put my money in a place where there's some diversification so that I'm protected. And I, and I want to make a return slightly higher than a savings account. And, <laughs> and I don't want, you know, I mean, because I don't really care. I don't care if people laugh at me. I don't want the big returns. What would you say to that person? Would you say this is what I recommend or would you walk them through a point where they could figure that out and then tell you? More like that, Gerard. Okay. Let's go on this journey. It's your journey. And let us show you the implications, especially how you'll be taxed on things. Okay, good. So you bring in the tax issue. Absolutely. In fact, that's one of our major focuses. Because if people can understand what the tax law affords them, I mean, yes, they, they look at the IRS like, oh, it's just a bunch of evil, nasty. Hey, if people could actually distill the 72,000 pages of the tax code and pick up on the half a dozen points that actually benefit them, they immediately start enjoying life more. So how are you going to be taxed on this? And secondly, how is market ups and downs going to affect you going forward? And, and, and things like that, you know. Frank, you know, this is a great conversation. You are really, you know, ahead of your time by learning and sharing your, your lessons and listening so well. I find that most of my clients who get in peril, they really want, they'll check uh, safety of principle as their main goal in their opening account documents. But they get caught up in, you know, oh, my friend Bob on the golf course said that he was getting a 9% return. And damn it, why aren't I getting that? Then the broker dealer comes in or the investment advisor and says, well, we've got something that I can put you in. And they put them in a hedge fund. Let's say it's a real estate hedge fund or whatever hedge fund it is or a fund of funds. And, you know, the person says, oh, great. For a little while, they're getting good returns, right? They're not reading their statements when they come. Mistake number one. Number two, they're not asking questions of the investment advisor. They're just looking quickly at their statement for the bottom line. Am I making more money now Am, you know, or less? Well, you know, and then they tell me when they come in, look, I didn't know that a fund could be gated and, and, and become illiquid and, and, and I can't even reach the money because there's gating periods and I didn't even know that concept. And by the way, I didn't know that, you know, all the management fees that were behind that, that my broker dealer or my, my investment advising firm is one of the managers of this fund of funds. And I didn't know that the fund of funds was not transparent. So I feel like I took on way more risk than I wanted to. Well, if I was to be truthful, I'd take them by their collar and say, hey, you know, 
what Frank here will tell you is that before you get involved in your next set of investments, let's but let's stop squawking about, you know, yes, there were things done wrong by your investment advisor. Maybe they'll be liable for it. But where did you make your mistakes there, cowboy? Well, you made them when you got caught up in the return on investment that your buddy Bob was making and then just demanding you get that return and not knowing a damn thing about what was going on after you made that de- demand. Now, what, what do you do when you have that person? He shows up in your office, Frank, and he's like, gosh, darn it. You know, I got ripped off. I'm in some fund that I didn't even know they were charging a management fee, but he tells you and, and he admits or she admits, I told them that I wanted a higher return. How do you use your education to deal with that person? Well, we give them a cold glass of water first and tell them to calm down a little bit. Okay. I'm, only, I'm only half kidding there, Gerard. Yes, no. Unless people understand the pros and cons of everything. I mean, gosh, back in the early 90s, I mean, CDs, remember them? Yes, and it was yeah. like it was. It came to a point when CDs weren't working, and everybody those are the safest things on the planet. Okay, but everything has got a pro and a con to it, meaning there are disadvantages and advantages. And unless you can see them without wrapped up in a sales pitch where you feel cornered, then you're not you're not free to really think clearly and go, okay, I understand the risk because I'm and I'm okay with that. Okay, so you understand the risks. Or it's like, look, I don't want any risk. I don't want anything. It's like, okay, well, then here are the returns. Again, let's focus on no matter what kind of a return you're making, almost, the IRS is going to have their hand out. Because every time we make either a lot of money or a little money, IRS says, I want my cut of the pie. By the way, that's one of the chapters in my book. (laughs) It's it's called uh, the, the, the pie. The pie slice. I'm going to tell you, all my friends are going to race out and buy it. And while we're getting, and look, we could talk forever. And this is just a appetizer on the table about Frank. And, and, and trust me, I can tell you, this man has so many golden nuggets that you want to hear. And, and ladies and gentlemen, most importantly, investment advisors and broker dealers are salespeople, like people who sell cars. They are. I'm sorry to say it. Most of them, all of them, a few of them are an exception. None of them want to take the time to do what Frank does, which is to sit down and make sure that you understand, first of all, hear you, hear you, hear you, everything you're saying. I want Bob's return, but I want my money safe. And to have the blunt discussion, you may not want to hear, or you may not want to give the time to hear, but you're going to at Frank's company, where they tell you, okay, now let's talk about what I heard from you, and let's talk about these different investment vehicles so that you understand the upside and the downside, and all the fees. And everything you should know now up front. So when you strap yourself into this ride, you know whether you want to go on it. Is that a fair statement, Frank? Well said, Gerard. Well, well said. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, for those of you who are new to investing or old to investing there, and I have no relationship with Frank. I don't, I met him because I'm looking for interesting people who are genuine. He's genuine. That's real. You meet him, you'll know it. There's almost nobody in this business who does that because they don't want you to know everything. They just want to take your money, get a fee somehow. And, you know, if they make a mistake, they're not going to even, it's a bad industry for that. Now, I'm not down on the industry. It's just wildly complex. If some of you watched what happened with Robinhood and where there's something called a short and they were trying to squeeze a short. Now, if I use those terms, how many of you out there in my audience even know what that term is? I'll be honest with you. A long time, it wasn't that long ago, I didn't even know what. Really, technically, a short wasn't squeezing a short. 
But if you're out there investing and you get caught up in that, you could either make a lot of money or get hammered. And you you know, you don't want investing to be a Las Vegas like experience. Like, you know, I put it on red and I won for a while until I lost. I mean, you want it to be a very analytical process where you can assess all the market information, know yourself, know what you really want. And sometimes it, you know, talking to someone like Frank, who's a good listener, will bring that out. And then understand that nothing out there in that market is guaranteed. Nothing 100%. Just not. People are investing now in Bitcoin and currency. People are investing in all types of things. You know, you can go in, in, on certain apps and buy the original of a picture or an album. I mean, there's all, there's real estate investments. There's all kinds of things. And you you got to ultimately, just like you would with a doctor or a lawyer or an investor, find somebody that you look across the room and and you and here's the thing not not whether they're charismatic and they're whipping you up and you feel like you know you're caught in the sales pitch someone who's genuine frank is genuine frank before we close i want you to share with the audience some very important information what's the name of all of your books and how do people get in touch with you look this is a guy you want to come and sit with if you're investing money just or get a zoom call and really get into him listening to you and then Putting you on a plan where you where where you're the investor who's who's aware of the market data, the ups and downs, the risks, so that if your friend Bob or your your girlfriend Sally says they're getting a higher return, he can talk about well what risks are associated with that. Are you comfortable with those? Do you know what a fund to fund is? Do you know what it means if your money gets gated like you can't get access to it? Do you know that you it's not transparent. You won't know what fees are being. You know, isn't that where Madoff kind of made his money in a fund of funds? So these are things that you got, you know, some of these uh, investment advisors are driving slick cars, wear slick suits, they talk fast, and, and they will make you feel charmed, but they will not slow down to tell you the important information that you need to know. Go over your monthly statements with you. Make sure that you're not making false assumptions. So here's my introduction to a man who will give you his, his education for free and, and in a book that doesn't cost much. So Frank, tell them how to get your books and how to get in touch with you. Well, my first of three books in a series, the first one's already published. It's called From Broke to Six Figures, Steps to Success in Business and Life. And it's literally about that, from broke to six figures. Even people that are making seven figures want to read the six-figure book because that's where they came from. So the second book, uh, which is nearing completion is all about not interrupting the important things in life. I'll say that about my second book. And my third book, that's going to be a little bit way down the way. Is that okay, Gerard? Yeah, that's fine. I just give them the name of the first one. Okay, great. They can get a chapter if they want. You know, it's just like, I'm not really looking to get super rich by the book, the sale of books. I'm looking to, in, to attract people that want to learn what I what I know and what I've learned over over the years. So do you have a website or a email address where people can reach you? Yes, uh, the the my uh, website is yourmoneyspower.com. All together, there's no you. So yourmoneys m o n i e s power dot com. And if people want to go through my website, they could do that. If they want to schedule a fifteen minute phone call with me, then they could do a forward slash consult after that. Oh, great. Now, ladies and gentlemen, look at that. And uh, 
I'm bringing you another genuine person who who believes in educating for no charge and then helping you like a guide in life does navigate to the place you want to be safe, 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 safely in a very dangerous, confusing, complex world. Uh, Frank, I can't thank you enough for taking your time. And uh, Frank, there's one thing I want you to agree with me on. If you have an iPhone, and, and let's just say you have a paper route where you, you know, you are babysitting and you have some money and you want to start to invest. It's never too early uh, to learn. And, you know, we're speaking to all of you in the inner city. I don't want to speak to just white, rich people that hell with that. I want to educate everybody. You know, I want to talk to kids all around the world, young adults all around the world, elderly people, not too old to learn. Everyone, learn. Call Frank. He'll talk to you. Frank, thank you for your time. You're a very good man. Thank you, Gerard. Have a good, good, good day. And everyone, hang in there. And if you want to type a guest on the show, let me know. I can tell you that. I have someone who's going to come talk to you about the coral reef that's dying in the ocean who's authoritative but isn't going to lecture you. But you'll understand what's at risk. I also have somebody who's coming here who works for Homeboy Industries. And this is a big topic of mine. He works in the inner city, giving jobs to rehabilitated gang members, people out of jail. Every soul counts, ladies and gentlemen. You don't get to judge anyone. No one created anyone, so don't judge anyone. And we're going to help those inner city people. We're going to get off our butts. Politicians don't. Corporations really don't. But Homeboy Industries does. They're going to come and talk to you on this podcast. And we have a lot of other very interesting guests. And if you write to me at gfox at gerardfoxlaw.com and say, I want a guest who does this. I'm going to try to get my sister Mary, who's taught in the inner city in D.C. for a long time, God bless her soul, to come talk to you about the importance of education and that how no one can take your education away from you. They can take your house, they can take your car, but they won't take your education away from you. God bless everyone. Big hugs from me. If you don't think you're worth something, I sure do know that. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.